another episode of Scandals, the Disney Channel Starlet Edition. And I'm really excited about this episode. I've been doing tons of research. Tons. Like 10 pages worth. Miss Selena Gomez. So, I'm going to talk about... Um, I think I'm going to break it up in like beginning stages of like... I don't know, because there's so much to discuss. That's what I was thinking about. Do I want to, like, break it up as the beginning with, like, the humble beginnings and Fort Worth? But I don't really know that much. I know that there's, like, her mom was a local drama actress. Then she started on Barney and Friends. Okay, we're just gonna, we're just gonna talk, okay? We're gonna talk. Alright, so, Miss Selena Gomez was born on July 22nd, 1992 in Grand Prairie, Texas. What did I say, Fort Worth? My sister lives in Dallas, so I spent a lot of time there, and I got it mixed up. But Grand Prairie isn't too far from Dallas, too. It's a little, little town, uh, like, middle class, I'd say. It's cute. Uh, every town in Texas looks the same to me, though. Like, I'm biased. I'm from Cleveland. Every town looks the same here, too. But no, I, I take that back. We have distinct neighborhoods. A little Italy looks completely different than Beachwood. Beachwood looks completely different than East Cleveland. We're, we're a city of neighborhoods, so Dallas is just... Texas is just very different. Everything looks the same. It's like so much just shopping and restaurants and land and but regardless she was born to Ricardo Gomez who all I got was he was a DJ when he met Mandy and Mandy Cornette was a former is a former local stage actress and Selena's mom was a teen mom when she got pregnant. I think that Ricardo was a little bit older than her. And Selena was, oh, I mean Selena, sorry. Mandy was uh, a very, um, she wanted to be famous. So um, there's a lot of reports. I don't want to drag people's names, but there's a lot of reports that she, uh, saw the star potential of Selena, and they went for it. We'll talk. But anyways, Mandy always wanted to be a star. So Gomez stated that she is a proud third-generation American-American-Mexican. I got that from Wikipedia. Um, so I always wondered what her um, ethnicity was. Not that it matters, I just wondered, because I they tried to put her into that, like, Latina category, but I didn't think she was, but now she is. I know. I always thought she was uh, Italian, but her mom is Italian, so she's a mix of both. But anyways, there is a story or an anecdote that Selena always shared on night show interviews that I was watching about, and um, like those teen beat I always remember reading that they were so strapped financially that she would have to find quarters in the car to um, just find gas or money for food. 
So very humble beginnings, which respect the game. I mean, respect her hustle from where she came to where she is now. So, um, yeah. Um, she's also stated that she gave up everything. Mandy, that is. She gave up everything for me, had three jobs, supported me, sacrificed her life for me. Gomez had a close relationship with her grandparents as a child and appeared in various pageants growing up. I couldn't find any of the pictures from the pageantry, but I will add the photo like shoots that I found onto the Tumblr page, and they are just great. Star potential at birth. I mean, come on. I mean, we we've seen the look at her now. Look at her now promotional single photos just hammed it up and there's also a video that someone like recorded of her like talking to her mom uh it's great like whoa somebody's having a party oh my fucking girlfriend and her doll videos sorry anyways um it's just so cute because she's like hamming it up but she's like a kindergartner and she's talking about how she's so mad that she's not going to get like her stickers it, it's adorable i'll add that too um but anyways the story goes that while selena was watching mandy act in a community theater place that uh, she just developed the acting bug and she wanted to follow in mandy's footsteps so she just she just got that bug. It wasn't Mandy that pushed it at all. That, you know, some reports say, I I don't believe it. It's not true. Like, it's just not. Like, that girl was inspired by her mother. It's acting. I believe it. Yeah. Anyways, so they started going on audition and audition, and she finally landed the coveted role as Gianna on, I mean, the most amazing kids show to date. I was obsessed with Barney. I mean, Barney had a huge effect on me. I don't know why, but my god, I had like Barney boots, my room was covered in Barney, paraphernalia. Um, I had, I went to the Barbie, Barbie, Barney live concerts. I mean, Barney was it. <laughs> he, he he was it. So I do remember seeing her in the show, actually. I was a little bit older because she was on in 2002. That wasn't my generation. I was a generation below because I'm 30. She's 28, I think. She's two years younger than me. So I was just getting out of Barney. But I do remember my nephew watching it and saying like oh those are the new kids okay let me go to my Nickelodeon shows like all that and Keenan and Kel because I'm you know a little bit more mature so that was my deal back then but she also met her Disney Channel co-star and best friend um as tell as told uh Demi Lovato and she was also on and we're back Alright, so Demi Lovato's character was Angela. Glasses was like Gianna's best friend, I believe. Again, I wasn't like 
I was a generation F before, before. So after that, she did other things like, um, what was that show called with the Texas guy? Texas Ranger. I didn't see it. Spy Kids. Didn't see it either. And then she started doing the Disney rounds. Um, she probably attended one of those casting calls in Texas that's like, um, hear ye, hear ye. If you have a kid that looks like da 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 come out and audition for one of our rodeo things. You know, the casting calls. Um, so, because she did, like, a show called... I'm not even going to say what it was called because I forgot. But it was a spinoff of Miranda Sanchez from Lizzie McGuire. Like, she had her own show. Pilot didn't work out. Test it for another show, something with Arwen from Sweet Life, you know, the janitor, didn't work out either. But then she finally got a role on Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. She played Cody's girlfriend. She got to kiss Zack. Wait, <laughs> she had to kiss Zack because it was like, it was a Shakespeare play in like, Everybody ended up kissing the wrong person, even though Cody was her boyfriend, she ended up kissing the boy, the brother, it was weird. But then she also did Hannah Montana, and that was where she got a bigger role, because she was the pop star rival Michaela, and I think that was a pretty iconic role. I mean, I'm Hannah, I'm coming to steal, no, hey Hannah, I'm coming to steal all your fanas. I mean, it's lines. But then she finally got Alex Russo and the iconic Wizards of Waverly plays. That still stands as one of Disney Channel's greatest shows, I think. This show is the only Disney show Disney Channel show that has three Emmy Awards. So I mean it was funny. It was funny. It's still funny to watch. And I think it is her best role ever, even though I did really like Rainy Day in New York. We'll talk about that probably in episode three, but I liked it. I know I'm canceled before I even got promoted or doing the job, but it was a good movie. I liked it. I liked the dialogue. She was cute in it. But anyways, Wizard went on to spawn like the machine the machine that is disney channel starlets the machine that is hollywood records the machine that is hannah montana set the blueprint raven simone um demi lovato uh, christy carlson romano every starlet if they are acting on a disney channel show god damn it they are going to sing as well i don't know what is going on i live next to a hospital give me a second and they're still going they're gonna be turning in now i thought it was gonna be a better idea to record in this room because it's like the center room i have 
there, there we go. Okay, you guys don't care. Also, let's keep going. Here we go. Alright, so. The Disney Channel Worldwide. She was getting it. So, she started doing songs like... Relativeville, I think, was the beginning for Disney Channel... Disney Mania record. Cruella, Cruella Deville, she doesn't scare you, no evil thing will. Yeah, that one. That she did fly to your heart. <laughs> um, then the iconic film starring her and Drew Seeley, Another Cinderella Story, came out in 08. Girl was killing it. And that <laughs> film had Bang a Drum, which I love, and Tell Me Something I Don't Know. So she was really getting the thing started with the thing and the music. But Blizzards was still going while the music was going too. And I forgot to I forgot to talk about the most important part. She sang the theme song, so every time you hear or watch the opening credits um that selena everything is not what it seems and which went on to later inspire the multiple grammy winning artist billy eilish is hit song bad guy that part i think about makes sense right all right so the most monumental thing, in my opinion, happened when she co-hosted the Studio DC Almost Live show with Muppets. I'm a huge Muppets fan, so anytime like these starlets do collapse with Muppets, I just eat it up. And then when Demi was on too, and she did the duet with Beaker. God, find you, man. What a moment. Anyways, before we edit that out, so she also was in the video Burning Up with the Joe Rose. She was dating Nick Jonas at the time, I believe, and this relationship caused a first feud with Teen Queen Miley Cyrus because she was also dating Nick at like, I think she was the ex, and she was not happy about this, and also because Demi and Selena had a, a web show, the Demi and Selena show, and Miley had a show, the Miley and Mandy show, and they did an episode where they made fun of her. It was a thing. Who cares? Rich preteens drama. Anyways, let's get back to the stats. So, at the age of 16 years old, she signs officially with Hollywood Records. And she also has a, a group with her. So it's Selena Gomez and The Scene, which was like her way of being ironic because people would, I guess haters would say she was trying to be seen. Remember that, um, I mean, people are still seen. Like, the Academy is. That hair where the the part starts at the ear. And then you swoop it over. Hair gel it. Um, 
my chemical romance hot topic, everything is so emo, my converse, and paramore loving kind of kids from like 2007-8, yeah, that. So the debut single was Falling Down, and then she had a modest hit on the radio with Naturally. She also guested on the pop punk band Forever the Sickest Kids. <laughs> Forever the Sickest Kids song "Woe Me" versus everyone, which just cemented her in that scene girl role even more. Girl is a scene girl at the end of the day. That's the end. Selena Gomez, scene girl. Bye. <sighs> okay, so she was really sinking her heels into the music scene, and, you know, she was getting some success, and through that, she's still on Wizards, can't forget the Wizards of it all, that was a huge hit, and that was bringing in the bacon, like, that was a constant check, so I think it was her mom, because her, her mom was the manager, Mandy, Let's not forget Mandy. Mandy is always behind the scenes. Okay? Okay. So she created a production company called July Moon Productions. And I tried to look into this production company. And they had a film back in like 08 that was called What Boys Want. And it was supposed to basically be the Taraji P. Henson film What Women Want. Selena was supposed to be a girl who could hear the thoughts of men, but it never came to fruition. But the production company did buy the rights to the Jane Asher Y.E. Young Adult Fiction book titled 13 Reasons Why. And we will also talk about that controversial but monumental Netflix series that Selena and her mom, Angela. Moon Productions went on to produce. But we're not there yet. We're still in the Disney days. So, along with the success of the music, she was still doing shows on Disney, popping up mashup episodes like The Sweet Life on Deck, Sunny with a Chance, where she starred the mean girl that Demi had to shadow for a day. And, uh, what was it? Okay, she 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 had to shadow for a day because she had to portray her in an episode of Mackenzie Falls. The show was so bad, my God. Anyways, it, it was just another opportunity to plug the DCOM Princess Protection Program, which was actually a really decent movie. It, it's not bad. Um. And it also brought in record-breaking views from Disney Channel, and it had a huge song, I mean, huge in the Disney world, for uh, the song One and the Same, and went on to spawn the lesbian tour de force Demina, popular on uh, Wattpad and uh, fanfiction sites. Um, so yeah, it was a big year for those two, but we're talking about Selena. But Demi was coming in too. Because they're a package deal. They were kind of brought to us in that way. 
and they were send it on. It was like the We Are the World for kids. It's supposed to like help kids on a recycle or something because they see all their Disney Channel favorites talking about saving the world. And Damien Salino were in it, Miley and the Joe Bros, and that kind of like ended the feud, I think. Um, okay, Wizards is still going on. Just keep the Wizards in your mind. Because next year, next is the Wizards of Waverly Place, the movie. Okay. We're not there yet. So we have her clothing line, Dream Out Loud, hitting the Kmart shelves. Um, yeah. So yeah, we will talk about Wizards of Waverly Place, the movie, which was their blockbuster movie. It was like the highest rated Disney Channel movie at the time. It was huge. Huge. I personally... Yeah, it reminded me of a, video, of a video game. It was a good movie. Not bad at all. Uh, I think I'm going to stop there today, though, because um, I have really bad cramps, and I'm, like, winded out. But I did want to talk about this because I've been researching this all fucking week. And I want to get out the boring stuff because I think the boring stuff is the beginning, even though it is the origin tell. Because we wouldn't have the Selena that we have today if we didn't have the nuts and bolts and the, you know, the stilts, the foundation. You know, why the, why the, why she is the way she is now, you know? So, I want to recap. So far, we've met her mom, Mandy, a strong-willed woman who really wanted to become a star herself, but got pregnant at 16 and still went for the stage, but saw more success through her youngest and only daughter at the time. Now she has another kid. And her dad, I don't know that much about, but I know he was a DJ at the time that he fathered Selena, and I think they have a close relationship. Um... But yeah, I can find anything about him. And we have discussed the Disney days, the Barney days, the pageantry days. We're gonna link a lot of pictures of the beginning in that cute video to the Tumblr page, which is Kansas Still Strikes Back. Or is it Kansas Still Strikes Again? I'll, I'll include it in the show notes. The Disney Days, the monumental hit Wizards of Waverly Place, the feud with Miley, the Nick Jonas, but we're going to talk about the relationships in the whole different episode, because, I mean, there wasn't a lot reported in the relationship, but I mean, it wasn't a moment, I guess. I think it was PR, though. She has never had a relationship that has just been, like, non-PR. Weird. Um... Princess Protection Program, uh, Dream Out Loud, and the scene. Next episode, we'll talk about the first blockbuster film. Well, not really blockbuster film, but the first film debut, like movie theater level, with Ramon and Beezus, and the controversial 
boundary-pushing film. Spring Breakers. Justin Bieber of it all. And lots and lots more. Alright, thanks for listening. And take care of yourself. Because apparently, I live in Cleveland and I just read about how we're about to become like a police state. So, I don't want to get into politics. But yeah, stay safe guys. Bye! There was nothing that I could do Cause I fell into the deepest depression, babe